This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan Lugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Tuesday, October 17th. We're just two more sleeps away from the Jaguars taking on the Saints in New Orleans Thursday night football, but still getting into this Jaguars victory over the Colts in week six. We're going to get into our standouts today, and then from here on out, it'll be Jaguars versus Saints talk until Thursday night. So let's go ahead and get into it. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can check out ginjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear like the hat I'm wearing right now. Appreciate y'all's support. Appreciate you being here. So standouts. I think it starts with the defense for the Jaguars in this game. I think the defense really led the charge for me. Josh Allen, what an instigator early on for the Jaguars. The early sack fumble was absolutely huge. You know, next-gen stats said that he had nine pressures against Bernard Ryman, and Bernard Ryman was playing elite football prior to this week. Uh, PFF said that he only had four. For me, when I watched this game, I think it was probably somewhere in the middle. But Josh Allen, regardless of how many pressures he had, you know, numbers-wise, he was making an impact. And he was really strong against the run. He was really strong dropping in coverage. He had a really great game throughout the day. And he made some big splash plays, you know, throughout the game and was able to really help this Jaguars defense continue uh, to play well. Uh, throughout this game, you know, despite it being kind of a weird game with the Jaguars jumping out, uh, uh, you know, up to a big lead, the defense kind of has to, you know, fight to keep the energy up because you're up by so much. And I think that they did that for the most part. So really impressive for me. Obviously, the Colts did score 20 points, but uh, I don't think this game was ever really in doubt. And I think Josh Allen was a big part of that. Foya Lewican and Devin Lloyd, they were both big parts of that as well. I mentioned it yesterday. Foya Lewican and Devin Lloyd were very impressive to me. They were getting their hands on the football. Couldn't quite haul it in, right? But uh, for me, if you get your hands on the football as a linebacker, that's a good thing. Um, obviously, Devin Lloyd was playing with the cast on his thumb, so you can't really blame him for not being able to haul in the football. But these two combined for 13 stops. That's 13 tackles that constitute a loss, uh, not a loss, but a negative play for the offense, for the Indianapolis Colts. So 13 of their tackles were negative plays for the Colts, Colts that constitu- plays that constituted a loss for the Colts. So really impressive for me. Uh, they were getting their hands on the b- football, as I mentioned. They were flying around. I just love to see them uh, playing with that energy, playing so well. And Foya Lucan always does it. But Devin Lloyd, getting him back from his injury, I think he did make a big impact for the Jaguars out there. Not that Chad Muma has been doing a bad job in his place, but I think Devin Lloyd just brings a little bit more juice to the field than Muma does. I also thought Trayvon Walker, you know, Josh Allen's running mate, he had one of his best games of 
the year so far. Had a half a sack. You got him going. I love seeing him getting lined up against interior offensive linemen. And I don't care if he's lined up against them at the start of the snap. I don't care if he's stunting inside. I don't care if he's lined up, you know, shaded or head up against a guard or center. But I want to see more pass rush matchups with Trayvon Walker using his length, his athleticism, his strength against these interior offensive linemen. You know, tackles are the best athletes on the field at offensive line. Get him lined up against guys that do not have the physical ability to match up with him. And I think you're going to continue to see results like that. So I would encourage the Jaguars, you know, He's a 3-4 at uh, outside linebacker in base. There's no doubt about that in my mind, right? But in these clear pass rushing situations, get him moving around. Get him lined up against some guys that simply do not match up against him. And when you see them do that, you see good results. So you saw him be able to get that half sack on the stunt. And it would have been a full sack, but Roy Robertson-Harris made a great play of his own as well. So... Um, Darius Williams, third straight game with an interception. This one was another big one. Really poor throw by by uh, Gardner Minshew and kind of the same story as it was last week. This one was much more of a gimme. But uh, Josh Allen, you know, it was an underthrown football. That deep ball to Stephon Diggs. Darius Williams had to make an incredible play to pick it off still last week. This one, a lot easier for Darius. Kind of right to him. But still, third straight game with an interception for him. So he's been turning the football over at an extremely high clip. You want to see that continue. Tyson Campbell was playing really well before he had the hamstring injury, unfortunately. He's likely not going to play on Thursday night. So you're going to see Buster Brown, who, in my opinion, wasn't awful, but certainly was not making a positive impact overall in coverage. Was some of that based on the situation in the game? Perhaps. But uh, I think you can you can safely say that you're a little nervous about not being able to have Tyson Campbell potentially this Thursday night. Obviously, the Saints don't have the best passing offense in the world, but they do have talent in their receiving room. So that's definitely going to be something to watch. But getting back to these standouts, Andre Sisco and Rayshon Jenkins, they're just double trouble at safety. Both got interceptions. Both made a bunch of tackles. Both made plays all over the field. They are... I said it yesterday. I mean, those two are playing the best ball of their life right now. Rayshon Jenkins, obviously an older vet. Andre Sisco in his third year with the team, third year in the league. These guys at safety, I mean, if they can continue to play like this, they're going to really, really help this Jaguars defense down the stretch. And um, it's just, it's a it's a defense that's playing complementary football and a team that's playing complementary football. Because you saw the defense lead the way today, but the offense, they capitalized when they were given short fields a lot. Obviously, you put up 37 points and you only have a couple hundred yards of total offense. You're getting the job done when you're getting the ball on short fields there. And that's exactly what the Jaguars did. I thought a lot of this offensive performance you could put on Pass protection, it was really good today. It was their best pass pro performance of the year. I think some of that might have had to do with game script, the situation that was going on. But the offensive line as a whole, again, in pass protection, it was their best game so far. And this is against a team that has had success rushing the passer. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
against them. So uh, really impressive for me for the Jaguars' offensive line. I think that the, the Colts looked like they just decided we're going to take away Travis Etienne in this running game after a while. I think that's what they tried to do, uh, but it was a little bit too little too late because Etienne had two early touchdowns. He was incredibly slippery. He had another strong receiving day. He was breaking tackles, making guys miss. Travis Etienne, he might be... I mean, probably one of the top five most important players and best players on the Jaguars roster right now. And I know running back's a devalued position in the league, but there is nothing devalued about his skill set and what he brings to the field for the Jaguars. He has been absolutely awesome for them, and he is a workhorse back, and he's been getting touches like it. You kind of wonder, do you need to start limiting the touches at some point, giving touches to Tank Bigsby or Dearness Johnson so you can try to make sure you have Travis Etienne fresh um, you know, for the stretch run to the playoffs. And then assuming you're able to make the playoffs, you want to have a, a healthy Travis Etienne. Evan Ingram, he had maybe his best catch of his career, an awesome one-handed catch that he was able to haul in. He caught all seven of his targets. So Evan Ingram, just another really solid day at the office with a damn good highlight. Uh, shout out to Britton Strange, rookie tight end, second round pick. Not a lot of people have been happy with that pick, but he's been getting work throughout this season as a blocker, doing some nice things. Obviously been some rookie mistakes, but he was able to get in there as a receiver, caught a couple passes in this one, and was able to find the end zone. So shout out to Britton Strange for that. Awesome to see that. It was definitely not Trevor Lawrence's best day at quarterback. Obviously sustained the knee injury late, but we're told that that's uh, believed to be not major, and I would guess that Trevor Lawrence will play this upcoming Thursday, although that has not been confirmed yet. But looking at what he did prior to that, not his best day. I think that you know he was off on some throws, accuracy-wise, um, timing-wise. There were some questionable decisions, very questionable decisions that could have ended even worse than they did, right? Had a couple throws that you're like, what is Trevor Lawrence seeing there? What, what are we doing? Let's just uh, try to avoid any sort of catastrophes out here. But uh, still, two touchdown passes, over 70% adjusting completion percentage. So even on Trevor Lawrence's bad days right now, the, the basic box score numbers do not look bad, right? You'll take two touchdown passes and over 70% completion percentage in most games and like it, right? But um, in this one, not Trevor Lawrence's best day overall. Am I worried that he's going to slump or anything like that? Absolutely not. You know, sometimes you play a familiar team. They know what you're trying to do. You know what they're trying to do. And sometimes they just make some plays. And sometimes you're just not on, on, on it that day. It's not your best day. I think that's what you saw from Trevor Lawrence. I have no concern with him moving forward, you know, outside of making sure that that knee is fully healthy. But, um, you know, Trevor, good for him being able to get a touch, couple touchdowns and uh, still complete the ball at a high clip despite uh, not, not being at his very best in this one. And then looking at special teams, I think – uh, special teams played a big part in this one for sure. Uh, individual performances by Brandon McManus. He was really solid on the field goals, getting extra points for the Jaguars. And then Jamal Agnew, he had a really big return at a really important moment when the Colts were trying to start stealing some momentum. Jamal Agnew kind of squashed that like a bug with a big kickoff return. So that was awesome to see from him. I thought uh, kick coverage, punt coverage, good job on that overall. So Solid complimentary performance, offense, defense, special teams. I think defense led the way, and then offense and special teams did what they needed to do as well in this one. But anytime you can score 37 points and you say the defense led the way, not the offense, I think that's pretty 
pretty pretty awesome just to see the complimentary football. Like this was a team that came into the year, offense, huge expectations. Nobody expected much out of the defense, and the defense is leading the way so far. They are a top 10 defense in this league. They're one of the best run defending units in this league, and they have been so far the best team in the NFL at forcing turnovers. They have forced 15 turnovers through six games, and they're leading the NFL in turnovers forced. They're second in turnover differential. So the offense isn't quite holding up their end of the bargain on the turnover in the turnover department, but not doing a bad job either. So I think you really like what you see from the Jaguars. It is a really tough turnaround here, going from playing in London twice in 10 days then you have a week to you know get home, get ready for another home game against the Colts. And then this one is the tough one. Traveling to New Orleans after three days rest and trying to take on the Saints, a team that's really tough, a team that's really physical, a team that has an unbelievable home field. You know, uh, The Superdome is incredibly loud. It's going to be a raucous environment on Thursday night football primetime. It's going to be a tough task for this team to get up for this one. But good teams are able to do that, and they're able to win these types of games. You know, it might not be pretty. Uh, it might not be exactly what you want to see, but you're able to play complimentary football and win a football game. If they're able to do that and get to 5-2, and two, I think the sky is the limit for what the Jaguars could potentially do this season in terms of uh, playoff seeding, in terms of where they end up. So really big matchup this Thursday night. We'll get into that later, but really appreciate y'all tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also check out ginjag.com shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.